What's up, everybody? It's the Benchwarmers and Water Boys podcast. It's your boy Carson, Thatch, John, and Daniel. How's everybody hey doing? Yo. What up? Yeah, I don't know why I'm good. saying peace because y'all can't see me, but how you doing? Hey, John, I noticed you're wearing a hat. Uh, how are we doing on the baldness? Dude, okay, so it's kind of, it's not bad. Oh, I still don't see hair. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> there it is. It's, it's there. It's barely. It's better yeah, than that. You batch. lifted the hat from the front up, so I was like, oh, oh no. I know. That was kind of sketch. I got to start going back forward. But <laughs> it's a question mark, but it's, it's there. It's like a forest that's being burnt down slowly. That's, that's okay, Thatch. You're, you're, just, you're hot on his too, trail. So. So. All right. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I look good, bald. I'm not ugly. It's true. I look bad, bald. So. But John does have a killer mustache, so he's got a, He's almost. He's almost got the curl going on. Dude, I just gotta get that gel in it. And John, let me ask you a question. You, I know that you said that you're gonna shave it if this when the Steelers lose, but after seeing how much progress you've made on your stash, are you considering keeping it past if the Steelers were to lose? I've honestly thought about it <laughs> this past week. So, especially since this Sunday was kind of sketch, dude, I was, like, watching the game, and I was just, like, I've come so far that, like – Hey, it's also know, November, like, so, like, no shave November. True. You can so at like, least if justify they, it. <laughs> I need to get it through at least Thanksgiving, so that way I can get through, like, Thanksgiving pictures with my family and everything. Yeah. And I got to get some mean gel to, like, actually hold it up. What does your wife think? Um, it's fine now that we've gotten it longer. It was kind of sketch at first, but like now that I've committed to it for a longer period of time, it, we're, we're handling it. It's not like it's a marriage together. That mustache. Oh, it is not <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is that when you're ready to shave it, you just need to grab one of those like wax pads and just rip it off. So that way you oh. can at least still have like the mustache and like or frame it or something. Hang it, oh, hang it somewhere. <laughs> Because yeah. then I would lose my upper lip with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Put on a plaque. All right, well, let's let's get into it. We're going to talk injuries. Uh, we're going to talk about bye weeks. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, potential COVID uh, changes for playoffs. Um, we're going to talk week nine review. Uh, we didn't have an, an, an episode last week, but we did throw out some starts and sits on Twitter. So we'll briefly discuss those. We'll update you on Pick'em and then uh, briefly talk about Thursday night football, what to expect. Uh, is that updated? Is that the Thursday night football matchup? I don't think that is. Can somebody can somebody take a look at that? Uh, yeah, I got it. And then uh, we're going to have a fun little draft that uh, that Thatcher came up with. So looking I'm forward to that. Get ready for that. He is on a streak. Mm-hmm. He is on a streak. Okay, let's talk about Kyle Allen. Um, he had a dislocated something or other ankle but it looked like his leg just com- took a completely yeah, wrong direction oh man yeah, yeah, kind of like, like the don't skip ladies and gentlemen alex smith time i'm ready to see it all right david montgomery david johnson both concussions both will most likely play i would say there's a chance maybe yeah. david johnson doesn't play um but i would I expect both of them to be to be back so preston williams he had a foot injury he's he's done for multiple weeks uh, one thing, I, I put a note to the side. I put Mike Gesicki in parentheses. The reason I put him in parentheses is because Mike Gesicki started to really do well last year when he took the slot role when when Preston Williams was not on the field last year. They so put keep him an eye on Mike Gesicki. <clears throat> yeah, he was he was running the slot routes. Um, he is he rates as one of the most athletic tight ends in a really, really long time. Really? He has an athletic pro- profile uh, that's comparable to Saquon Barkley. So he is incredibly athletic. It's true. Yeah, he's incredibly athletic. He's bold. Uh, yeah, his, his athleticism ranking, uh, like his spark score at the combine, is like as high as Saquon Barkley. So yeah, but like has he seen mine? 
<laughs> is this uh, probably not, and that's probably good for him. Well, if he does, it probably encourages. Not him. on the same page, so it's, yeah. it's yeah, well, a couple. I mean, he hasn't couple, seen yeah. it, and no yeah. one has it listed. But we're like massive same, thought. So. Yeah, we should all just enter the draft for the 2020 or 2020. We should just do our own and and so then we can have comparison numbers. Honestly, you know what we should do is we should have like our own little combine. I'm training. We should have a combine (laughs) where we all do like the three-yard dash. I'm going to have to do some stretches. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to stretch for seven days. I'm going to lose the bench part, but I can win everything else. We'll see. Everything else is doable. Hey, I'm I'm faster than I look. Okay, let's uh, let's talk. <laughs> uh, everybody's like, Kenny Galladay hurt his hip uh, last week, so he's expected to be out probably for at least another two to three weeks. George Kittle broken foot; he's done for the year. Um, now, potentially, I guess he could come back um, for playoffs, but I don't know if they're going to make playoffs. Yeah, uh, Jimmy G ankle strain out for multiple weeks. This is interesting because I've seen conflicting reports where he also might be done for the year. So yeah. I've heard he's done for the year. Yeah, I, I've also heard, heard he's done for the recently. year, and I'll, I'm also not sure if – I mean – I wonder if that's just them pulling him for the year. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're really a competitive team for playoffs this year with all the injuries they've had, so I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> Dude, if Garoppolo – They've been hit so year. hard. And honestly, it's like, are they that much better when he's been playing lately? No, like, he's no. not no, that he's great not of a Jimmy Garoppolo will probably – Step down is not that – They went as far last year on their defense's back, not and, on yeah, his. and the run game, Dude. Yeah, well, Kenyon Drake is still out for probably at least one more week. Apparently, he was close to coming back last week, but I would expect him to hold out one more week. So I, I think I think he'll be back for week eleven. But um, I just I just don't know if he's going to be the starter anymore. Uh, Chase Edmonds has proven to be as efficient, if not better, because he's also been been better in the passing game. So I don't really know what to think of Kenyon Drake. Okay, last name we're going to talk about: Miles Gaskin, short-term IR, which means that he's on the IR for three weeks. I believe his was. Am I correct to say that his first week on the IR was this most recent week? So he's only got two weeks left. Yes. yes. Okay, so that means we can You're expect right. him back um, for week twelve. So it would would that be correct? Week twelve? I think that that's correct. I believe so. So yeah. he would I be can back double check it, 12. but I believe uh, so. Might be a good trade target. We'll, we'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode. Um, so so tune in for that. Um, Charlie will be joining us for that episode, so that'll be a lot of fun. Okay, teams on buys. Keep this in mind. Get these guys out of your starting lineups. The Jets, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. You probably don't have any of those players in your starting lineups anyway, except for Chiefs and uh, Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. So uh, get them out of your starting lineup. They are not playing football this week. Okay, uh, briefly going to talk about the free the team clock. Um, Gase still has a job. So does Patricia and McCarthy. But what I will say is interesting. So surprising is that mm-hmm. McCarthy, uh, Stephen Jones, a, a player or, or ex- one of the executives, uh, J- uh, Jerry Jones' son for the Cowboys, said that unequivocally um, he will absolutely be the coach for next year. Do you all think wow. that this is – Really? Um, yeah, it, it seems that you all are pretty surprised heard, with that. I heard Mike McCarthy is going to stay, but the rest of the staff is going to be exchanged. Interesting. I mean, Mike McCarthy is the one that brought in this staff, yeah, aside from I, Kellen Moore. I heard he I heard defensive coordinators could has to go. Yep, no doubt about I that. I heard offensive coordinator may stay. I heard Mike McCarthy may stay because they've had injuries so it's not really his fault so it can't be reflective on him, but defensive coordinator has to go. So I know it's Mike McCarthy's people but I heard he's going to stay but the rest of the staff's going to go. Yeah. I talked. I actually got to text uh, Brevin Campbell, friend of the show, uh, about. What did he uh, say? I'm kind of curious. He so he said that he hasn't really in. 
he doesn't hate Mike McCarthy, but he also knows that he is not the future. And so he's just been kind of numb to it all. He's not very excited for the outlook of the future, uh, which stinks because I will say as much as I hate the Cowboys as an organization and a football team, I think that they honestly do have one of the more talented rosters in the NFL and they just haven't been able to Especially perform. Their offense. A lot of that is because, mm-hmm. of, uh, because of the coaching and even, I mean, even yeah. their defense, they have a lot of, they have a lot of talent that's just not performing. I mean, Randy Gregory, Alden Smith, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith. Um, so they've, they've got talent. They're just not really performing. So, okay. Yeah, um, yeah it's kind of surprising. You would think that maybe he would be, especially some of the experimental things that he's kind of done on the offensive end as well. I mean, I know obviously the coordinator plays a role in that too, but some of the calls that he's made have been kind of questionable. So that seems kind oh, of weird. Yeah. I say it's it's too early to make that statement. I say you make your decision if you're going to keep him, like, in the offseason. Just see what it does, evaluate all of their decisions and why they did everything. So, I don't know. I just think yeah. that's kind of a bold statement. But then again, it's say, been a pretty messy year. So I would say unless your name is Bill Belichick, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Tomlin, um, Harbaugh, or Sean McVay, uh, anybody that has a losing record should not be told that they're unequivocally going to be the coach next year because clearly True. they're not succeeding yeah. and nobody's yeah. job should be safe. If, the one if that you're we not kind succeeding. Of talked about, and I know Charlie has definitely talked about, I've heard Zimmer is on a hot seat and it's just kind of rumored. Nothing's for certain. Charlie wants him to be traded. Um, but I was actually reading this past week that he is on a hot seat now and he should be expected to be on a hot seat. I don't know, man. He was just given a pay rate. Now, I will say Jeff Fisher was also given given an extension right before he was fired. But I I think that Mike Zimmer is a good coach. Um, I just just don't know if he's been given a lot of help, Um, especially on the – I mean, his defense is not healthy. Um, Although I will say that if he is fired, I would love for the Texans to pick him up as a defensive coordinator because he is he has an incredible track record of developing talent in the secondary, which the Texans have never relieved. Oh, absolutely. So, okay, uh, let's move on. Somebody fact check me on this. I don't want to spend too much time on it, though. Is the idea I've I've heard that the uh, that the NFLPA um, has it's either being floated around or it's been accepted that if there are more COVID game, uh, if there are games that need to be rescheduled because of COVID problems, that for some reason they'd be willing to add another team to both conference playoffs. So they, they'd be willing to take instead of seven, which they've already added one permanently to playoffs, uh, they'll be adding an eighth one. So there'd be 16 teams. Half of the league would be competing I see something in that says eight days ago, NFLPA would have to agree to 16 teams. November 3rd, November 3rd, November 3rd is kind of everything I'm seeing a, a day ago. NFL owners approved a day ago. Okay, so it looks so, like it looks like management has approved, but it needs to go to the NFL. They're just now. waiting for a couple more. So it looks like owners have approved, but we're yeah. waiting on more people. So that doesn't really have an implication on us. It just means that there's going to be more playoff games. But this, this also – I will say the implication is the reason they're doing this is because there could potentially be uh, somebody that might be screwed out of a regular season game. Um, just because now that we've gotten past a lot of buys, it's going to be harder to flex games out and whatnot and reschedule them like we were able to do with the Titans and the Steelers and then moving around the Ravens by weeks. So. I feel like that could kind of hurt top teams, though. It could. I, I feel like if you're a top, top team, because playoffs is a one game, if you have a bad game, that could screw you because there is less games to go to the Super Bowl. Or there would be more games. So if there, that is added, there's more games that you have to deal with. 
So I feel like top teams should not be agreeing to that, whereas teams in the middle or lower would be agreeing to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, which also uh, means top yeah. teams would also have a better draft pick too, which yeah. is something. To keep yeah, mind. that's true. All right, well, let's briefly talk about uh, what Monday Night Football looked like in the past week. The Jets played the Chargers. Patriots and almost got their first win of the season. Um, unbelievable. I understand the narrative. There was, a, there was a little bit of a narrative going around that the Jets were going to win this game because um, the, if the Patriots were to be swept by the Jets in their, in their division, then they would pretty much be a lock for the first overall pick. Uh, but the reason I didn't believe this is because Bill Belichick Bill is Belichick. noted as one of the best coaches, and I don't I don't think that Belichick would. He would never let that game. disrespect, dude. That'd so. be that'd just be tainting his record. That'd yeah. be horrible for him. What I will they, say though is I saw that Denzel Mims had what was it eight or nine targets as a rookie, and he, and this eight. is only really his like third game being active. So that's exciting. I drafted him in Dynasty, so that's that. Do they that's have definitely... options though. Jamison Crowder has been very good this season. Are we surprised, though? So you gave me one more name. Uh, Braxton Berrios has kind of popped in and out. Uh, Brashad Perriman. They have a lot of guys that would be regarded as the two or three in an offense. None of them are Mims. If Mims is there, I expect him to be targeted that much. Mims was drafted to be the guy. I expect him to show up and be targeted like that. I'm not really surprised on that. Offense. Yeah, so I'm definitely I'm, – I'm very, very excited to see what he does the rest of the season. Um, I am a little worried. Now, I'm not expecting a lot because he didn't really have the first half of the season to get used to NFL pace and conditioning. Um, and yeah. usually it's good for rookie wide receivers to have that because then they can take that step forward in the second half of the season and then really jump forward in the second year of their career. Uh, so I'll be interested to see how he progresses through the rest of the season. Uh, so keep an eye on him. And if you have a deep bench, then maybe he's worth an add. Um, but, I mean, he is a Jet, so maybe not. Oof, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move into uh, reviewing our Week 9 starts and sits. Daniel, you started TJ Hawkinson at Minnesota, mm-hmm. since, especially since Kenny G went down. Yeah. I loved the start, and it proved to be good, about 15 points. Um, what do you yeah. think went right? Yeah, I mean, he was getting the targets, and I think he scored in that game too, which is obviously mm-hmm. what you want at the tight end spot. You want them to find the end zone. That's typically the way they get a lot of the value. Yeah, he had a, he had a touchdown reception in that game too. So, yeah, he's getting enough targets now where he's a key focal point of the offense, and with the, any kind of other receiving options being out of the game, he's going to be reliable. So that was that was kind of what I projected, and I was, was happy to see it. Yeah, I think that was a great call. Moving forward, you probably get a lot more of that. Yeah, I, I think I started him in two out of my three leagues uh, in both of the leagues that I have him in, so he, he was a pleasant surprise. Okay, Charlie started – he basically wanted to start the entire Steelers wide receiver core against Dallas, which turned out to be very good. Juju had 21 points, Claypool 15, and Deontay Johnson had 14. Uh, so they did very good in a very, very yeah, plus matchup, uh, which was weird because the Steelers also almost lost their first game of the season to the Cowboys, who were led by Garrett Gilbert. So – I'm pretty surprised to see that that was closer than it should have been. John, I know that you were on the edge of your seat a little worried. Yeah, um, scary. So pretty, pretty embarrassing for your organization. But Although one thing that was kind of funny, did you see Juju try and celebrate on the store like T.O. did? I did not. <laughs> he, so he scored his touchdown um, and he started running back. Do you remember the old T.O. Yeah, I do. I do. Celebration where he, he planted it on the store twice. I saw um, that. I saw that. Like the time started a fight, so Juju started to run back. Someone knocked the ball out of his hands. They were he picked it up, start. started running back again, and James Conner pulled him to the side to tell him not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they were guarding the star too. Yeah, time. I think it was like something. I forget who it was. It was like Hunter, I I was like some yeah. random D lineman was running back. Watching the star. Yeah, 
That would have been funny. I would have loved to have seen that. He tried, dude. Yeah. But nonetheless, Charlie nailed it. Thatch, you started Le'Veon Bell, who had 1.3 against Carolina, so at least he broke a point. So congratulations on that. <laughs> what do you think went wrong? Oh, I think everything went wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. I just thought the matchup was just going to go their way. I thought they were going to get a bunch of junk running time. But I forget that, like, the Chiefs were just like to pass it no matter really what. I mean, they trust their passing game so much that they'll pass it no matter what the score is, really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm just keeping that in the back of my head, and I'm not going to go that way again. So, <laughs> Hey, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. Yeah. Okay, John, you absolutely freaking crushed Smash your start. It, and it was funny because you pivoted. You you were going to start Marvin Jones, if I remember correctly. I was. And then you pivoted at the last second before I sent the tweet out. And you said, never mind, I want to start Jerry Judy, who dropped a whopping 25.5 points. Congratulations. What happened and what proved to be so successful for Jerry Judy? Um, Jerry Judy is finally having his moment. I think Tim Patrick kind of stepped in the way a little bit there. Um, also, they've had quarterback issues, and they're going against the Falcons. So I think it was just time for him to have a, a nice game. If you've been watching him, um, he's been excelling at his route running. He is yeah. performing unlike power. a rookie. He is playing like a seven-year vet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it finally just started clicking. I think Drew Locke's finally throwing stuff his way. Um, he had a fantastic route. Did you see the route where he ran, um, pretended it was a go route, threw up his hand, and then stopped? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an incredible move. I love Jerry Judy. He's finally coming alive. Um, I think it was it was just kind of do his game. Yeah, I mean, so with that matchup, I, I've heard a lot of analysts say that you know they're confused on why Jerry Judy hasn't been performing because he was one of the highest touted wide receivers coming out, such a good route runner. And then they watched the film and they said well, this is ridiculous because he is that receiver. He's getting open all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just a quarterback, quarterback issues. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully Drew Locke has gotten that fixed now and recognize that Jerry Judy is a, is a, is a bad, bad man. So, um, okay. Oh, that's Aaron Rodgers, dude. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. They're bo- hey, they can both be bad men. Okay, I started Josh Allen at Seattle. This was just to kind of renew some faith because Josh Allen yeah. had a little bit of a tough stretch. But Seattle is, his, is, is on pace to be the worst uh, defense against the pass in history by a thousand yards. So they will be worse by more than a thousand yards of the last defense to be this, this terrible. So Josh Allen just completely decimated with completely decimated them with 36 points. Um, So you should definitely be confident with Josh Allen. Okay. Sitting uh, Daniel, you sat Amari Cooper versus Pittsburgh who had 12 and a half points. Yeah. Is, th- is this more than more points than you were expecting, or, or do you think this is about right? This is definitely more than I expected, especially given Pittsburgh defense. And the game he had before, he had one reception the previous game, mm-hmm. literally one, and was trending downward with the QB situation. So I think if you sat him, you know, you probably got better production out of whoever you started in his place, hopefully. 12.5 is definitely more than you'd want from a sit, but um, you know, I think you probably could have done a lot better. And so it's, it was just mainly the situation did not look good. I would do it again. Probably. I think I ended up getting higher than mm-hmm. whoever I started above him. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, that that's not a bad fit. It's definitely not great, but I think just, he's just so uncertain right now because yeah. of no Dak Prescott and their offensive line definitely. is really rough. Definitely. All right. Well, Chuck wanted to sit Justin Jefferson versus Detroit who had 9.4 points. Um, he was projected around 14 or 15. So I, I don't think that this is a success, but I don't think that this is a failure either. I think this is pretty right there in the middle. 
Um, you probably weren't happy if you started him, but you probably also weren't um, uh, mad if you sat him. So uh, you, you could have done better or worse on both aspects. Uh, but, you know, uh, right there in the middle. That's you sat Deontay Johnson at Dallas – uh, who had 14 one points. And this is funny because this is the second time you've done this this season where uh, you've start you've sat somebody that somebody else started. What was your thought process and what do you think went wrong? Well, again, I just thought that the Steelers were just going to dominate and they're just going to hand it off to James Conner to run all over mm-hmm. uh, the Cowboys because they're kind of like a broken team this year. But, I mean, it didn't go my way again. So, uh, I think – I think I need to step away from the starts and sits for a little bit, maybe. You know what? Okay, I, <laughs> maybe, actually, maybe retire a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll I'll come to your defense on this one. I now do I I don't believe that it was the best sit, but what I will say is that I understand the thought process because Deontay Johnson had been had come off of multiple weeks of injury problems, not being able to finish games or not being in the game at all, and then on top of that, yeah, this should have been a game script for the for the uh, Steelers to be able to run the clock. Uh, the only the only reason I would have disagreed with that is because when Deontay Johnson plays, he's been leading the team in targets, uh, and so if he plays, I'm 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 excited for him. But I can definitely understand the thought process, so I won't fault you this week. Um, sure. But like like I said, we live and we learn. All right, John, you wanted to sit J.K. Dobbins at Indianapolis. This was a good call. This was crazy too because he had come off of a pretty good week. What was your thought process, and why was this successful? I. I don't know. I just – I don't trust them. The Colts have been an incredible defensive team this year. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of sneaky because they're not really talked about unless you're really looking into it <clears throat> or watching their games. Um, but they've been really, really playing well defensively, and they're too much of a committee back, and they've got Lamar to take into thought. Um, JK also hasn't really taken over his lead role. Gus Edwards has actually kind of been lead role for half the games. They've kind of split it since Mark Ingram has been out. So – I just didn't have him uh, in good faith this year or this yeah. week. Yeah, good old I mean, it was Gus Bus. was a great call. Gut feeling. <laughs> Gut <laughs> feeling. Right. I wanted to Nailed sit it. Devontae Parker at Arizona, and he had 12.4 points. The reason I wanted to sit Devontae Parker is just because I wanted to see um, how Tua would react against a defense that uh, is, is definitely a little bit – has been giving up a little bit through the air, a little bit more than average. Um, to see if he would actually be able to uh, play keep up with the Cardinals, who are a very good offense. It turns out that they won the game. So uh, he's definitely been more efficient. He's been getting similar target share compared to when Fitzpatrick was the quarterback. Um, And so I think going forward, I think that you can trust Devontae Parker as a flex guy. Um, He's definitely worthy of a flex. He's a guy that's going to have, you know, around seven targets a game. Uh, which I think is right on the lower end of what you would be happy with. The question is whether or not they're efficient targets and whether or not uh, Tua is going to give him a shot down the field. Does, I'm not really sure if the Dolphins are willing to let Tua go out there and try and be a difference maker. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, it looks like Devontae Parker uh, might be okay. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Let's briefly go over Pick'em. Uh, this last week, I was 9-5, and five, uh, up to 66.9 on the season. Charlie, 9-5, and five, drops below 60% on the season to 58.6. Daniel, 8-6 and six, to 62%. Thatcher, for some reason, decided not to put any picks in until <laughs> Sunday night. So he at least got the Sunday or the Monday night matchup correct. So yep. he's, yes, he did. He was uh, one for one, and he's down to 58%. Still beating John. John. John, congratulations on uh, not getting 500, but being nine and five up to 56%. Yes. Um, 
I got to say, we got to give you props for last week because apparently you were the most, you were, you were the, I was, the I was best the last best week. guesser last week. What was um, your, what was your guess rate last year or last week? I, I wasn't hundred percent. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I have no idea, but I did the best. Did the best. That's, did that's what matters. I so did the best and you. that's all that matters. Of course it was the one week that we didn't have an episode and you didn't True. get your, it was wow. the one week and you all decided not to have an episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah. You're welcome. We did that purposely because of that. No okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Thursday night football, what we can expect, maybe some starts and sits. Uh, is this matchup correct? Falcons at Panthers? I don't think that's correct. Let's see. Or is Thursday? that right? I, no. Thursday is going to be Colts and it's Titans. Colts and Titans. Thursday night, we've got the Colts and the Titans. Okay. So, um, what? first of all, are, are we all – do we all believe that the Titans will win this game? Yeah. Do we yeah. do we think that there is a really good shot though that the Colts could win this game also? I think that this is a pretty fair oh, yeah. matchup. Potentially, yeah. If their defense really, you know, holds the Titan offense, um, you know, they the offense is not strong for the Colts. Really the receiving game is kind of questionable. Now the running back committee, like they're just they're, there are a lot of question marks on offense, but their defense keeps them in games. And so maybe yeah. they squeak this one out. I don't know. Tennessee is a really strong team overall though, yeah. so I wouldn't bet against them, but I mean, it could go either way. Yep. I yeah, think that the key yeah. to success for the Colts would be controlling time of possession and stacking the box against Derrick Henry, because yeah. what we've seen is that Derrick Henry, if you can stop him at the line of scrimmage, then he's done. I mean, he's useless. It's when he breaks through to the secondary that he becomes a problem when he, he gets ahead of steam over. and he gets to the, and when he gets to the second level, when he gets to the linebackers, then he becomes a legitimate problem. But he is—he he doesn't really look explosive until he gets past the first level. So if they can stop him there, then uh, they really just have to see if uh, Ryan Ryan Tannehill can beat him through the air, which he's proven he can do. Um, but AJ, but the Colts are a good defense. Yeah, AJ has looked incredible. Yeah, we're starting. Everybody starting AJ Brown. I don't care what the matchup is. He's his AJ has looked point. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I don't know, dude. AJ came back and he looks unbelievable. What are I our think- feelings on Jonu Smith? He has top talent when he's fully healthy. It's it's kind of like they when they've got Corey Davis and AJ Brown, they definitely have looked to him less. And is so Corey maybe Davis not, playing this week? That I don't know. If Corey Davis is not playing, then I would be a lot more confident in Jonu Smith. That's for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I would want to start either of Corey Smith or Jonu Jonu Smith or Corey Davis or Jonu Smith. I mean, yeah, this week with the, the matchup being what it is. I'm not seeing anything on it. Or... I would imagine he's playing. Okay, well then I don't know if I would if I would love to start Jonu. Of course, you probably need to if you have him on your roster for that touchdown upside. He was able to save your week last week. I think he caught like two balls and one of them happened to be a touchdown. So um, not really starting Corey Davis. Uh, you're pretty much only looking to start A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know if I would want to start uh, Ryan Tannehill here in a maybe in a two quarterback league, but uh, I'm not really looking to start him. Uh, Colts side of the ball, uh, same thing with Philip Rivers. Don't really want to start him under any circumstance unless no. it's a two quarterback no. league. Um, is uh, would you be willing to start? Uh, w- which running back are you starting? Jordan Wilkins, Naeem Hines, Jonathan Taylor. Who do you think scores the most fantasy Ooh. points? I flex I Naeem Wilkins Hines this week. Oh, really? Okay. See, I think that Frank Reich, I think Daniel's right. I think that Frank Reich probably prefers Jordan Wilkins right now. Probably, um, but, but PPR says Hines. John, I'm with you. I think that 
if if we are all correct and we believe that the Titans will win this game, then the Colts will need to keep up, which means the third down back nine Hines comes into the game and catches a few balls. So I think, I think I would prefer Hines weird, out of the three. A weird game. Like I don't think it's the explosive game that we saw. No. What was it like week two, week three, whatever that was? It's not going to be that. But. I don't think any running back will have more than twelve points for the Colts. I think he shows up, yeah. catches some balls, put up some yards. I think JT and Wilkins kind of splits the the running yeah. back duty, but I think I think Hines is the play. Yeah, Jordan, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Jordan Wilkins will probably end up with the same yards, uh, carries, points, unless one of them falls into the end zone. So it's pretty much just taking a shot in the dark on that. Um, any wide receivers you're will, or wide receivers or tight ends you're willing to start for the Colts? No. <laughs> Question mark. Not all season for pretty much them. I, I don't like either of them. Somebody, if if we think that the Colts can potentially win this game, somebody's going to have to catch the football. Who would y'all put your money on? Pittman. He just throws too many, like the too many targets. Like they all. I mean, looking at the target share, like it's all five, six, seven. Like everybody's getting about the same. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm saying either a running back or Pittman. That's your. I like where your where your head is at though. If you had to pick a tight end, I think Trey Burton is the guy. Yep. So I, I would say either Trey Burton or Michael Pittman uh, would probably be the only pass catchers I'd be considering starting, but I don't want to start them if I have other options. For sure. Yeah. Okay, but but we do believe this will be a fun matchup, so uh, keep your eyes on that. Tune game. in on Thursday Night Football. That should be a good game. Okay, uh, let's get into it. Let's Let's finish this episode with our draft. We have a fun draft. Thatcher, why don't you introduce us the draft while I get Olaf ready to draw the names? This is your idea. Once again, you're on a roll. What do you got Dude, for us? I don't know where these ideas come from, man. But I remember that you were mentioning something about golf, I think, with the boys or something like that. And I was just like, huh, I wonder, like, what celebrities would really, like, would be enjoyable to, like, play golf with. Because you see, like, a bunch of, like, different celebrities like Steph Curry and Peyton Manning all playing together. And golf's, you know, kind of a – Kind of a popular sport among celebrities. So I was just thinking, mm-hmm. what would make the the game golf really fun? Yeah, so, for sure. More interesting, I should say. So. Okay, well, we have been doing a really, really bad job about making sure that the same person doesn't get the first pick over and over again. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Thatcher has had the first pick the last three drafts in a row. He has skewed. And I actually no, just I did, picked dude. him to be first again. So, oh Thatcher, I'm gosh. not going to allow that. I'm going to move yeah, you. That's fine. Uh, and I'm going action. to pick again. Um, so, the first pick is going to end up being me. I drew my name second. Wow. Well, that seems oh, cool. Okay, fine. I'll put are. my name back in. I'll put it back in. I just won't draw Thatch again. Here we go. Let's do it again. <laughs> you are so salty every time. Wow. And guess whose name I just drew again? Thatcher no. again. All right, just give it, no, give it to Thatch. No, I'm not going to Thatch. Thatch has to get it. Twice. <laughs> give it to Thatch. Fine. Thatch, then John. He's earned this stupid win. Dang, dude, but... <laughs> I kind of wanted to oh, – I don't want to swing one. Yeah. And Thatch. I'm going to be third. Okay, so, uh, Daniel, you'll be last. Thatch, John, Carson. I'll take the swing. Daniel, yeah, I think the swing. I kind of wanted to swing on this one. Swing. All right, hey, I want to clarify, though. This can be like a group of group of guys or a group of celebrities. You can have them all together that you're going golfing out with. So. Yeah, so like you're golfing as a team? Yeah, yeah. so you're going as playing like, like – Playing like best ball or whatever. So yeah. so how many rounds are we going? Probably four. Four? four? So it's you and four buds get to go golfing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Thatcher, you're on the clock. Who's your number one pick? All right, so 
I think my number one pick, I think Shaq would be a great guy. What a weird pick. That was an interesting pick for sure. What a weird, weird pick. I gotta okay, I gotta look up some celebrities who are like, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is weird. He's an interesting guy. Come on. He's funny. He is funny. I just think it's an interesting pick. I, I didn't see that coming. that Carson didn't say, oh, I think there's a clear number one, like he always says. Well, I there, think there, there is a clear number one. Well. There's just, it's kind of up to who you know it how is. how many celebrities there are out there? Like, that that's true. Fun. So you the know? way I'm going about this is I was trying to think about, like, do I want to just, like, pick up, like, four of, like, my favorite celebs or whatever, or am I going to hear it all? Because, yeah. like, because, like, if I'm going Shaq, then obviously there's another one that I'm going with Shaq. And I wanted Shaq for the pairing. What, like Shaq and Kobe? No, like Shaq and Chuck. Like, oh yeah, okay. But like, okay. since that took Shaq, like that that pairing goes out the window. That would be interesting to go with like duos. Okay, I can respect yeah. that. Okay, but you're so on the clock. I'm, you're on I know. the clock. I'll take I'll take the Rock. Okay, the Rock is a pretty good pretty good bet. Great at everything. He's gonna be snapping. he touches his gold. That thing's going out the back of the. The back of the park, but all right. So this is a tough one. There are two names that are on my list, um, and I got to play the waiting game. So I got to see because Daniel has a swing pick. He could take mm-hmm. two great names. So I just got to see which one could he take. And I think that he has a better chance of potentially taking Ryan Reynolds. So I'm going to take Ryan Reynolds mm. with this pick. Ryan Reynolds yeah. is not only one of the most gorgeous men on the planet. He's also one of the funniest. So there I'm for sure. People taking ryan reynolds yeah you and thatch have both taken people that i was watching f okay fine okay daniel you got two picks which what do you think you're gonna do well i really wanted the pairing I, i wanted to go robert downey jr with ryan reynolds i just think oh let's go i did it right deadly so unfortunately i'll just take one i'll take robert downey jr for my one and then for the swing pick oh there's somebody i really want i don't want you to take him yeah this is tough it's like i think who would be funny like with robert downey jr like so you're really just going for like power couples right here that can play off of each other well so you could do that you could do athletes you could do just celebrities, musicians, actors, yeah. musicians. So you got. Let's clarify though. We are we are limiting this to people that are alive. Right. Okay. Good. Sure. Okay, right. we can do that. You know, we'll, we'll do we'll do Chris Pratt. Oh, dude, he was on my list. He yeah, was on he's my kind list. Kind of a sneaky guy, especially in the Marvel universe. He's not necessarily like one of the bigger names, but I think it could still be a fun. I will say though, I'm glad you took him there. though because I love Chris Pratt. But I was a little shaky on that pick. Dang um, it, dude. That which was makes, actually this makes that this was pick my for pairing, me. dude. Really? I was going to no, do Rock? no. I was going to do Ryan Reynolds and Chris Pratt. Mm. That was one of the pairings I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think Chris Pratt would have been good. But I, I don't think I could pass up on the opportunity of grabbing our first athlete here. Uh, mm. Well, actually, that's not true. Shaq is an athlete. The yeah. Rock was kind of an athlete. That was, um, so that was we kind of a stupid two. call by me. Yeah. So the third that was a athlete. Thatch statement, dude. That was a thatch <laughs> statement. Now, I, I apologize to the podcast <laughs> world and all of our fans. Um, I've really, really missed. Apologize to the world, practice. Yes. Um, okay, but I have to take 
this guy just he needs more time on television this guy is hilarious and he is one of the funniest hosts of uh what what was the award show that he did where he just roasted katie i gotta take peyton manning um mm, i think i think peyton would be he's pretty funny a ton of fun plus he's actually not bad at golf so no he's actually um, really good at golf and i think See, I don't know if I want people are good at golf. Good i'm not good at golf <laughs> i'm atrocious at golf you That's true. Anything that doesn't involve your feet, you're not the best at. I'm really good at soccer golf. Yes, yes, you are. All right, uh, John, you're on the clock. You got another pick. Who are you going to pair with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? This is an easy one. Easy pairing. Oh, I see. I yeah, think you're going to Kevin Hart, dude. Yeah, Kevin Hart, he's on the list. Uh, easy pairing, dude. No. Easy pairing. He's on yeah, the list you have for to sure. Do it. For sure. Yeah. That you got a swing pick, man. Who who are the two you're gonna take? You get two here. I don't really know anybody who can really compliment Shaq too well. I mean he just I he's gave kinda, you one. He's kind of <laughs> an over overall guy. What? Who? Chuck, dude. Charles Barkley. They're on TV together. They're fantastic together. They thrive <laughs> with playing. They are. Oh my gosh. All right. You don't watch NBA. I mean, you could just I'll waste on your fourth pick on that. I don't think anybody else is taking him. So. You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go like a wild card. All right. I just think this guy would be really fun just because he's one of my favorite actors. So I'm just going to go with Adam Adam Stanley. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a fair pick. Dude, I respect his ability to squat up in everything he does. Dude, he will seriously. Only play, he only plays squads. That's it. He doesn't do solo. He is squad for life. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Dot, you got another pick. Who's your Who's your third pick? All right. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna mix up the party man of the NFL. So I'm gonna go with Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Okay, I can see it. I think that that could be a lot of fun, especially get that man a couple beers, maybe a cigar. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good time. Dangerous. Uh-huh. John, who's your third pick? You've got The Rock. You've got Kevin Hart. Do you really need anybody else? I don't. You're kind of sad. Oh, okay. I I know it. I'm I'm taking a swing on this, and I wasn't gonna do this. He wasn't on my list, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Pat McAfee. Oh, dude, what pick. a great pick! In that in that a good pick. Literally just thought of that one. Yeah, and that's, that's a fantastic pick. I think that that's a solid solid. I was pick. gonna go with another duo that I don't know if it'll drop. Like I don't know what y'all are thinking, but I'm going with Pat McAfee, dude. I think that that's a solid pick. He never even crossed my mind, but that man is that man is Isn't a that a genius pick? That's so good. I think good. it is. Okay, I'm going to take – I think that I really need some diversity in this group, and so I'm going to take our, our first female. Okay, now I don't no. think that she would be good at golf, but I think that she is legitimately one of the funniest females um, of all time. And, uh, and, and this may be kind of a hot take. But and it's also it maybe it's nice to have uh, some some eye candy. So uh, let's I'm gonna go with Anna Kendrick. I think that she would be uh, a lot of fun, um, and she's so funny. So I think that I think she'd be she'd be fun to have. Interesting. So let's 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 give a quick recount real quick. Thatch has Shaq, Adam Sandler, and Gronk. John has The Rock, Kevin Hart, Pat McAfee. I've got Ryan Reynolds, Peyton Manning, Anna Kendrick. Daniel has. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, and now has two more picks. These are your last two, Daniel. My last two. I'm going to round this out. I – Yeah, I'm going to do it. So, 
Paul Rudd. I'm gonna take him. Oh, dude, he's why just, didn't I think? He's of just Paul so Rudd. quietly funny. Like he just has Paul these Rudd's little one-liners that I just die. Dude. Like he's such an average guy, and yet somehow he's just he's a dad. Being yeah, it's just I love his simple sense of humor. And then honestly, I'm a very like heavily Marvel leaning. I think I'm just gonna round us out, and just take I need the one. I need the squad leader. So I'm going with. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh yeah. So funny to hear the words that are uttered on the golf course with Samuel L. Jackson. I can yeah. only imagine. Apparently he actually really enjoys golf. If that was televised, you'd probably have to bleep every second word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. for sure. I actually look I really back, hope he's back. That's a fantastic group of people to go golfing with, Daniel. Uh, I think we're gonna have a great time. Good times. You okay. Fantastic time. <laughs> so I'm, til- I'm tilting. One of the reasons I took Anna Kendrick third, even though I knew I could get her fourth, is because I have no idea who I'm going to pick with my fourth pick. So um, I'm already tilting, and I'm already thinking about ways that I could potentially uh, stall while I Google some other cool names. Um, are you serious? Do you want my list? Do you want me to list off the people that are that are still on my list? <laughs> Dude, please tell me who's still on your list. I have Andy Samberg, Terry Crews, Mike Jordan, Michael Wahlberg, Justin Timberlake, Matthew McConaughey, Zach Efron, Steph Curry, Tony Romo, and Chuck. So Steph so, is a baller golfer. Yeah, you you named one who I considered. Um, who's like? There's a guy like towards the middle of your list that I really I really like. Um, yeah, name him off one more time. Danny Sandberg was an interesting one. Andy Samberg, Terry Crews, Mike Jordan, Mark Wahlberg, Justin Timberlake, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Wahlberg and Timberlake Steph. and Chris Hemsworth, I think, are who I'm thinking of right now. Um, are you looking for male Mark? eye candy on your <laughs> – Dude, I'm looking for, like, <laughs> I'm looking for, like, people that would have good stories – that are funny. Marky Mark um, would have some good stories, dude. Dude, I know he would. And that man is a musician. See the pairing. So remember, I told you I was going for pairings. So Mike Jordan was kind of a, he wasn't a pairing, but he also was going to fit in with that Shaq. If I got that Shaq Chuck pairing, I was going to go with Mike Jordan. Mm-hmm. But then you got Andy Samberg, Terry Crews, but I pivoted went with Pat McAfee. Justin Timberlake um, is going to go. Justin Timberlake is pretty low key funny, though, too. Justin Timberlake's really good, dude. That's a good pick. This is a tough one, man. I'm trying to think. Okay, based on because Ryan Reynolds is like the standout so far. Like Ryan Reynolds has a dark sense you have of humor. Peyton Manning, dude. I know, I know, but like they're very different types of humor, and I feel like I need yeah. somebody that's in between the both of those yeah. guys. And I do, I think that Justin Timberlake is probably more similar to Peyton Manning. So I'm gonna take Mark Wahlberg because I feel like he's right there in the middle. So I'm going to round out my team with Mark Wahlberg. It's just a, a band of misfits, but Mark Wahlberg is honestly super funny. I love Mark um, Wahlberg, so, dude. And I think he'd be fun to hang out with. So I got Ryan Reynolds, Peyton Manning, Anna Kendrick, Mark Wahlberg. John finished up his team. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, Paul Rudd, Samuel L. Jackson. John, who was your last pick? And then we'll finish out with that. I think – so – I want to go with another athlete. I'm not going to go with Steph. I don't think he fits in. Um, I think he's, especially with Pat McAfee, I'm not going to go Steph and Pat yeah, McAfee. I'm fair. actually going to go with Chuck. I'm going to go with Charles Barkley. I think, I think that would he's be a good going to fit in with my group. Um, I really wanted him with Shaq, but I'm going to pull him in. I think he and Pat would get along great. Um, so he is that pairing. I have The Rock and Kevin Hart. We're going to have a great time golfing. You know what? I, I don't think that he would be necessarily fun to golf with, but I think it would be fun to just have Pat McAfee yelling at him the entire time. Oh, it would be fantastic. But what, do, but what do you think about Troy Polamalu? 
because Pat McAfee always has the story of his like fake Dude, punt. That he's gonna he's gonna run it into the end zone. Story. And, and he, then he blames Troy Polamalu. Yeah. And everyone asks him. He goes, what? "Why did you switch it?" He goes, "Are you serious? You didn't see what I saw." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Ed Reed would have taken years off my life. Troy Polamalu would have taken the soul out of my body." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So Pat McAfee had this fake punt call. Where uh, it was the if uh, every single time against the Steelers, it would be a lock to be able to run right up the C gap for a touchdown, or maybe it was a field goal. And for some reason, Troy Polamalu, for the first time in his life, decides to line up in the C in the C gap. Literally, never so, done it before in his so, life. So Pat McAfee doesn't even decide to audible; he just screams, "We're kicking it!" Because uh, it, and and then Adam Vinatieri is like, "Well, why'd you call the audible?" And that's when John says, "Are you telling me you didn't see Troy, Troy Polamalu lined up right there?" He would have ended my career. <laughs> so if, yeah, go look up that Pat McAfee story of, of Troy Paul. Easily. And, and if McAfee. while you're looking it up, if you want another good Pat McAfee story, look up his story with Peyton Manning. Oh yeah, casino. where he. <laughs> oh yeah. The casino right. Peyton Manning Max story. Max on the button says Red yeah. Thirteen or whatever. Uh, yeah, the red casino. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Pat McAfee, if you're listening, this is an open invitation for you to join Pat our podcast. Oh my gosh! So, I am yeah. the biggest fan. Yeah, this is an open invitation on behalf oh, of all of us. Oh my gosh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be authoritative right there and just say that. All right, Thatch, you've got Shaq, Adam Sandler, and Gronk. Round us out. Who's the last pick? Who is Mister Irrelevant or Mrs. Irrelevant? Mm. While well, he's thinking, Pat McAfee's also from Pittsburgh. So this is awkward because area. Thatch, I don't know why you're muted right now. Um, we can't hear a word that you're saying. Thatch. This is Thatch. so weird. We've been able to hear you the entire night. The mute button is not on. Yet there's not a single word. I don't know what's going on right here. Type it in the message box and we'll throw it up there. We'll give some commentary on why it's a terrible pick and why our teams are better. <laughs> and you won't be able to say nothing. Exactly. Okay, so He's Thatch has Chris decided Rock. to pick Chris Rock. And so I Thatch think that this has is a fits. <laughs> so, okay, Chris Rock. The only reason I say Chris Rock is okay is because him and Adam Sandler are kind of buddies, I think. Yeah. But uh Chris Rock, they what a weird pick. Chris Rock, I feel like, hasn't been relevant since, like, what, 2011? Ever. Like, like Madagascar 2 or something like that. <laughs> so, but, yeah, hey, I can respect that. Chris Rock. I mean, uh, you got probably, the, he's a you funny got the guy. So. Him and Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of comedy right there, especially you, you got, got the Gronk. Gronk and Shaq. Gronk and Shaq have actually hung out before and went and partied together. Oh, and they're humongous. Yeah. Oh, they're both ginormous. Yeah, can you, can you imagine uh, Thatcher rolling up in his golf cart, like, have you, the, the shocks he's like scraping the bumper yeah that. have you seen where Shaq and gronk are literally just like raving together oh i don't oh, know if i want to see that dude they have they like partied together yeah <laughs> yeah and gronk has to lift up Shaq on his shoulders it's yeah he tried to try to pick him up and couldn't do it oh, <laughs> what is going on isn't Shaq gronk's is year so off big. dude gronk was literally just like partying randomly at his year <laughs> off pretty much all right, just to round us out, Thatch had Shaq, Adam Sandler, Gronk, and Chris Rock. John, The Rock, Kevin Hart, Pat McAfee, Chuck, and Charles Barkley. I had Ryan Reynolds, Peyton Manning, Anna Kendrick, and Mark Wahlberg. Having the only female of the draft, by the way, so uh, diversity yeah, right here. Uh, Daniel had Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, Paul Rudd, and mm. Samuel L. Jackson. These are all of the celebs that we'd love to go golfing with. And I think every single one of us is a winner right now because these teams are incredible. Oh, yeah. Which which team do we think would actually score the highest, or which team would would be the best golfing team? My team is not a performance team. <laughs> <laughs> it's either 
John. Honestly, Carson, your team, because Peyton Manick and Mark Wahlberg and Ryan Reynolds all actually enjoy golfing. Yeah. Anna Kendrick would be, you know. The, I don't know how much link, she enjoys but... to golf, but like as far as like celebrity golfers, I know Ryan Reynolds, Pat, Peyton Manning, and Mark Wahlberg all actually enjoy golfing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Kevin Hart's pretty athletic, though. And well, Charles Barkley's pretty terrible at golf, but he likes to golf. Kevin, lot, so. <laughs> Charles Barkley's horrible at golf. Have you <laughs> yeah. seen him try and golf? Yeah. Oh, so bad. I think it would probably be me, then John, and Thatch, then Daniel. Yeah, I'm probably towards the bottom there. But that's okay. We're having a good time. We're in the back. Yeah, <laughs> y'all are the party. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are bringing not the caboose. Leading. Your group and Thatch's group could be hanging out. I feel like your group would not let the drink cart get to anybody else. Oh, no. It's just empty every time it gets past y'all. Yeah, Chris Pratt would just be like shoving him in his pockets and stuff. Yeah, dude, Chris Pratt's a funny guy for sure. For sure. All right, well, that's going to be it for this episode (laughs) of the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. Make sure to check out our episode tomorrow morning, Friday, where we're going to talk a lot about our starts and sits, so you're not going to want to miss it. We're also going to talk about preparing your fantasy team for your playoff run, so Mm, definitely going to want to tune in for that. It is a a little bit of a longer episode, so get ready for that. We'll have Charlie joining us, but once again, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. Make sure to check us out on our social media at the Water Boys where you can stay up to date. Never miss a show. While you're at it, if you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes or maybe just tell a friend about the show. Um, we'd, we'd love to have y'all get involved, especially on Twitter. Go vote on these polls, people. Dude, I, wanna, I want everybody, uh, I want the world to see why I am the best uh, person to golf with and all of my team. Much mm-hmm. better than anybody else here. Can I? Waitable. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a fact. You it's may be fact. the best golfer, but your group, I don't know. No, we're going to win. We're going to bring home the dub, and it's going to be thanks to y'all voting on the polls. Retweet us, get involved, send us some questions, football related or not. We're ready to have a mailbag episode. We want to just have some maybe fun, would you rather, mm-hmm. whatever you feel like asking us. We're ready to bring it up on the show. So just get involved on Twitter. Thanks again for joining us this episode of the Bench Warmers and Water Boys podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. See y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you.